what's going on today, entrepreneurs, business owners, social media connoisseurs, and whoever else may have stumbled upon this podcast. Uh, I hope you got a chance to listen to yesterday's episode of the podcast where I talked to Instant Pay Raise, who you may or may not follow on Instagram. If you don't, you should. And I know a lot more people do than they do follow me. But seriously, uh, if you want a lot of good advice on social media, check out that episode from yesterday. And now let me get into what I'm talking about today. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about actually a fairly popular topic in in this niche, and that is the uh, topic of risk, basically, and talk a little bit about risk management. And uh, more so, though, what I actually want to talk about is how risk actually works and what it actually means and why why being risky still isn't, it is the way to go, but it's not at the same time. And if you understand what the word risk means, that actually makes a lot of sense because I know being on Instagram, being on YouTube, being just about anywhere with entrepreneurship, you are always hearing and always being told that high risk leads to high reward. And that's not true. High risk leads to high reward is not true. High risk equals high reward is not true. High risk opens up the opportunity for high reward is more so how this should be viewed in high risk is directly related to high reward, I would say. Because in order to, you know, the higher the risk, the higher the reward, basically. But I think when people are told high risk, high reward, they lose sight of what a risk actually is and what it actually means to be high risk. And that means that you are exposing yourself to harm or danger or a loss of some variety. You know, the higher the risk, the uh, the bigger danger, harm, or loss you're exposing yourself to. And don't forget to just take that for what it is, okay? It means that you could lose a lot, okay? When you're, when you're gambling, like straight-out gambling, if you're playing poker or something like that, there's that lottery, you know, just buying the most expensive tickets isn't exactly the best strategy for winning the lottery. That being said, there's not much of a strategy at all for winning the lottery. It's just, it, it's luck. It's completely luck based. That's, that's how the lottery works. And, um, yeah, but anything like that, even, even when it comes to your investments and even when it's, it's on subscriptions to softwares that you're going to use for your business or any, any other business related costs, High risk is not something you want to avoid like the plague because high risk does have that opportunity to lead to high reward. But at the same time, it is high risk. And I'm just going to keep saying that over and over again throughout the episode because I need it to stick in some of your heads that um, that you're not quite getting your risk management or you've heard one too many times from an entrepreneur on the internet or from a book or from anywhere else from a peer, from a mentor, from anywhere else, that high risk equals high reward because that is not true. If you take high risks, that's being risky. And if they're not calculated or managed like in any way, shape or form, that makes them even riskier and way more likely for you to fail and for you to come out 
with the loss or the harm of whatever variety in that situation. So being being like addicted to taking risks is not particularly a good thing. And it's really easy to think that it is because the people you listen to on the internet are going to be the people that uh, came out with the good end of the stick and that made it successful. And they will say, I took a huge risk and it worked out for me. And that's fine. That's cool. And that could happen to you too. Um, I'm not fighting with like the probability math that goes into it. It's possible that that could be you, but don't base your decisions based off of, you know, someone just with a lot of money saying in response to how they got there, that they decided to take a huge risk. They decided to take the leap, whatever. Don't wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to take my leap because probably odds are you don't even know what your leap is yet. And you have to really think about that. And you have to also determine what you're willing to give up, what you're willing to lose before you start taking these kinds of risks. And, um, you know, there is a correlation between like the intensity of a risk and the intensity of the reward that you can get back. Okay. A lot of people, their risk is like dropping out of school, but there's a lot of things you could do without a college degree. I mean, dropping out of college with a college degree. I don't really even think that that's that risky of something to do. In a lot of cases, I think that's being less risky. I think it's almost riskier to go to school nowadays and put so much money into that for a job that's not guaranteed. Like, who's really the risk taker here? Maybe we should start asking ourselves that because uh, we send our kids to school. We send ourselves to school in an attempt for the safest life and taking the safe route. And getting a good job, a good consistent paycheck, all of that. It sounds like the most anti-risk thing in the world. Until you realize that going to school does not get you that degree. Otherwise, I would open up a business where I would just say, hey, give me give me $30,000 a year for the next four years, and then I'll give you a job. Okay, like imagine, imagine if we actually did that. Imagine if I owned a business or if you owned a business okay just put yourself in the business owner's shoes for a second and you found you were doing interviews you needed to hire a social media marketer you know let's say that that let's say that you want a social media marketing manager and you say there's no college degree required but just so you have skin in the game um we are going to make you pay us a hundred thousand dollars and then we'll give you this job and we guarantee that your paycheck will be this amount of year but you need to give us a hundred thousand dollars up front in order to get this job that's kind of like what we're aiming for actually when we uh use the use the college system we're just saying uh, if we pay these people stupid amounts of money right now then the someone will come along and it'll be it'll be considerably an investment in our future or our child's future, whatever the case may be. But it's weird. It is weirder when you think about it that way. So, you know, I don't, I don't want to turn this episode into another college rant. I have a couple of those and I'm sure I'll have more in the future um, as I start to run out of topics. That is one that just just always comes back. And I'll, I'll bring that one up more in interviews and stuff like that, too, because I know a lot of the people that I talk to on these interviews are anti-college some of them 
very anti-college. A lot of them dropped out. Um, I have the very interesting story myself. If you want to go back to episode one and hear that, please feel free by all means to do that. And uh, there's, there's a whole lot of different situations going on nowadays, too. And a lot of people fight college versus trade school nowadays, too. Um, I'm more so to fight college versus entrepreneurship because I'm really into the entrepreneurship. But uh, I'm not anti-college um, for anyone that might be curious about that right now while I'm talking about it. I'm not at all. I'm in college and not anti-college at all because I think that there's nothing wrong with having a plan B for your life because that goes back into minimizing your risk. And that's all bringing this back to where I started because having a plan B is a good way to minimize your risk because there's basically, you kind of have to think of it in your head as two just separate entities, basically when it comes to risk reward, you know, there's this amount of risk, there's this amount of reward and you can do things like give yourself a plan B to knock down your risk. You can do things to knock down your risk and to increase your reward or vice versa, increase your risk, decrease your reward, stuff like that. So they're kind of like, I don't want to really say it's like a slider. No, I definitely don't want to say it's like a slider. It's not like that, but it's like they both kind of expand and uh, compress, I guess, at the same at the same rate, but at the same time, you can do things to kind of halt one or halt the other and uh, give yourself a little bit less risk in that case and a little bit like without changing the reward, if you have a backup plan or if you have a couple different strategies, something like that, then uh, that's not quite as risky as long as you have somewhere else to go when the thing doesn't work out. And uh, again, calculating your risk is a, a must for entrepreneurs, and especially for financial guys, specifically if you're into like stock trading and stuff like that, that's a lot of calculating your risk and trying to find the best relationship between risk and reward and like the highest reward for the least amount of risk. So you can go about it that way. But yeah, guys, in the end, what my message uh, was here today was to make sure you understand that when you hear everybody out there saying high risk, high reward, and, you know, no risk, no reward, stuff like that. Remember what risk actually is, okay? Risk is a situation or putting yourself into a situation where you are exposing yourself to harm, loss, or danger of some variety. And the higher the risk, the more loss or harm or danger you are being exposed to. So, you know, just taking a big risk does not mean you're going to get a high reward because that's literally the opposite of what the word risk means. Putting yourself into a high risk is not a good thing. And high risk does not always mean high reward, but in the uh, in the sense of business and entrepreneurship and things on here that we talk about, it usually does. But also just if you're thinking outside of that, like I don't even think it's considered a risk anymore to like smoke or to be like be an alcoholic because it's not risk if you know the outcome is going to be bad or dangerous or harmful or anything like that. But risk is exposing yourself to danger, harm, or loss. And those things, you know, you're just opening a possibility for those things to happen to you when you take a big risk. And you're also opening yourself to the possibility 
of like great fortune and the best case scenario and such. But um, the odds don't necessarily work 50-50. You can usually calculate what's more likely to happen and do stuff like that and manage your risk that way. But if you're if you're just starting out and you and you keep, you know, you want to start a business and you keep watching these entrepreneurship channels and they're saying high risk means high reward. Don't go out spending all of the money that you have on your very first business into all these all these things and just keep keep justifying it in your head as a high risk, high reward strategy. That is just being dumb and you're going to lose all of your money. It's always important to remember to stay small and build and take a little risk with a little reward and then a little bit bigger risk and a little bit bigger reward. Building always works in just about anything. So I hope that that helps you kind of wrap your mind around how risk works. Let me know what you think. Um, If you're listening to this, yeah, this one's only audio. So if you're listening to this on whatever platform, please uh, rate and review the podcast. It really helps me. It helps me to get more listeners and it helps me to keep doing this more importantly. And that's all I've got for you today, guys. I'll be back tomorrow.